We've all made bad decisions. Do you want me to fucking trash him? Then why are you trashing my scene? We've all made questionable remarks. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Hell, we've lost our temper. I've got these fucking zombies over here that I have to look at. I have a bunch of pussies staring at me and this fucking baby. In the end, is it worth it? I'll fuck you till you love me, faggot. Abso-fucking-lutely. Welcome, everyone, to the Bad Decisions Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you. Yes, you, you crazy motherfuckers. You guys in the Fire Island house, I'm stuck up here upstate all summer, all fucking winter long as you guys enjoy yourselves because I have a baby. Well, what's more important is what happened on February 4th, 2017, when the New England Patriots went ahead. And dismantled the Atlanta Falcons after what looked like a very one-sided victory in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. We had ourselves a game. And I wanted to get your reactions. And I'm not sure too many people remember this. And I called uh, pretty much everybody from the house. I got a lot of hang-ups, a lot of no, no answers. But I did get quite a few of you to answer the phone and hear what we had to say here. So what is more incredible then this podcast is the next podcast we're going to do. And I'm going to wait till the end to describe to you what's going on. But what we're going to do for now is listen to the reaction of you crazy motherfuckers for Super Bowl 51 after I called you. First up on the rotisserie, Maggie and Bone Steel. How how great was that? That was fucking amazing. How what do you mean how great is that? What the fuck is she talking? That's just a loser. He rooted for the wrong team. Like, like I don't even care about losing it. How can you say that? I just want to let you guys both know right now you are being recorded for my post Super Bowl Fifty One podcast. Yeah, you fucking pussy. Bone Steel, I was going to call you right afterwards, so let Maggie speak her piece and keep your mouth shut for a second. All right, so, there we go. Okay, so, as a fellow person that was rooting for the Patriots, watching them come down the field in the fourth quarter, what were you feeling like in that moment? Uh, I, I, you just kind of feel the momentum. Like, I mean, I just kind of got really excited, but then I felt, I felt like they were coming back. It was pretty amazing. And, you know, I have nothing but respect for their team personally, uh, being someone that lived in Massachusetts for three years, uh, going to school, having friends that are Patriots fans. I, uh, I'm really psyched for them. Oh, I really yeah. am. <laughs> Okay, so now we're we're down to the fourth quarter, right? And mm-hmm. then, and then Edelman catches that catch. Can you just tell me feelings in your body? Feeling I'll tell you the feeling in mine. I was exhilarated. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Edelman catches that catch that changes the whole trajectory of the game. Now we're looking Absolutely. at a fourth quarter tie, right? They get the tie. The touchdown goes in. We're going into overtime. Tell me your feelings at that moment. Um, well, myself and Paul sitting next to me were freaking out. Uh, Paul? We were like, Who, I mean, the rest of the room was silent, just so you know. What happened to Paul? Oh, uh, Paul was pumped. Paul's all in. Oh, yeah, Paul was all in. We were high-fiving the whole time. Okay, okay. So we... You had one person there. I, if I was there, I if I was there, I oh, would have yeah, been. Have yeah, I would have been high fiving with you guys. Oh yeah, you were there. You would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> still alive, right? I thought it was just so awesome because they started off, and uh, it just goes to show you that the game's not over till it's over. Because I was really sure that they weren't going to make it. I mean, being down, you know. 
21 to 3, and then they're up 28, and you're like, well, nothing you know, this isn't going to happen. And, boom, come back, come back, come back. Let me, let me so. give you my thoughts here. 28 to 3 at one point, saying to myself, yeah. okay, we got ourselves another slobber knocker like Super Bowl 48, where everything was all going to hell. Life was over for Boston, for the New England Patriots, for Massachusetts as a whole. And now we have ourselves a game all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden. But, then, but then, we, then we go into overtime, right? Then we go into overtime and they start lighting shit up like it's fucking, like it's flammable fluid. It was unbelievable. So they score the game-winning touchdown. They announced that the New England Patriots are the winners of the Super Bowl. How was your reaction? Could you just tell me, like, how you reacted in front of a bunch of people that were anti-Patriot? Um, I screamed, right, Dan? I was screaming. I was like, "Whoa!" So, like, you talk to you, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty amped up. I mean, you know, like I said, I, uh, I mean, you know, I like Tom Brady. I, I like the Patriots, and I mean, it just felt, but it felt very righteous, you know, like very, like, oh my god, I can't believe they just came back and they just killed it, like unbelievable. Unbelievable, Maggie. Maggie, thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me have you on the show. I'm gonna call your fiance. <gasps> I'm going to call awesome. your fiance. I'm going to call your fiance and get his takes on the game. Thank you very much. Guys, we're moving on here. Unbelievable show. Unbelievable show. It's incredible what happened tonight. I don't need anyone to be reminded of that. It's just one of those things. You know, the Super Bowl is so important. I didn't care. I really didn't care about this game before tonight. And then all of a sudden I started watching it and I, I just started caring. It's so weird. It's so weird. We're going to get Bone Steel on the line right now. All right. Cowboys fan. Cowboys, obviously, had their hopes dashed by. Hello. Hey, what's up, piece of shit? Fuck you. Well, I have nothing. I have nothing nice to say to you. What do you want to ask me? I'm not. Well, to me, why? Why am I the enemy all of a sudden? Because you're you, you're rooting for the Patriots. You're a fucking piece of shit. Just like my girlfriend. I'm like your fiance. Why would you not want history to happen while you're alive? No, I don't. <laughs> Why not though? What has Tom Brady done to you? What has he done to you? What has he done to you? What has he done to you? I wasn't happy about that whatsoever. Why? Why were you unhappy about Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl? What has I'll he tell done you why, to dude. you? Oh, you're I'll a Cowboys fan. You're a but Cowboys that, fan. No, but there's a very little that I get aggravated about. Very little things in life in general. Right? Okay. okay. And. It's fair enough to say that one of the things that pissed me off is when the Patriots are winning. I never get aggravated about anything. And for some fucked up reason or another, when they win games, especially the Super Bowl, it makes me mad. But that's fine. What is it about them that pisses you off so much, though? Why? You're you're a Cowboys fan. You're not even in the same conference. There's nothing no, about what them. What happened was... What happened was about eight years ago okay. when they were, remember that it was 2000, I think it was 2010. Ten. I could be wrong about that. Okay, so the math is off. The math is off. Remember they were undefeated and they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl? Yes, they never lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Remember that? When they never lost to them? They lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. No, they won. They 100% did. 100%. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Two times. Right. Okay, so the first time that I saw it, um, I that year they were I feel like Brady was talking a lot of shit, the team was talking a lot of shit, and they were fantastic as a team, but I just didn't enjoy the cockiness, call me a sore loser, whatever you want to say. I just grew to have a bad taste in my mouth about them. Not to mention 
a lot of Boston fans love them. Now, don't get me wrong. I've met a lot of friends from Boston that are friends with Maggie, and I'm cool with them. But other stories that I've heard, other people that I've met from Boston, others, are not so nice. They're scumbags. They're fucking pieces of shit. They hate New Yorkers. And I'm just not, I'm just not cool with it. Wow. So overall, I didn't want them to win. And I'm pissed off that they won. So. Okay. I so. never get mad at anything in sports. People get mad at the stupidest little fucking things. People get mad at, like, people. I'm not even that mad. I'm not even mad. It's not like it's going to ruin my night or the rest of my fucking, my week or anything like that. Like, I'm not that mad. But, yeah, right now, I'm like, I'm fucking salty about it. Fuck them. I appreciate you coming on to the show, my friend. Have a wonderful evening in your misery of the Patriots losing. That's it? We're done? No, that's it. Go fuck yourself. Deep shit. I think a very simple observation of that last phone call, Bones Steel Maggie, is one, Maggie was completely inebriated. Two, she went to college in Boston, so it's completely understandable that she was rooting for the Patriots. And three... Bone Steel is just an irate, complete, and total ridiculous motherfucker that just does everything obnoxious, including getting angry about a team that he doesn't even care about. Up next, we have my fiance who was calling to check in because she was on her way home from working the party, and I completely and totally podcast bombed her. Here's Nicolette on her take, Super Bowl 51. Okay, we got my fiance on the line right now. My fiance on the line right now on the podcast post Super Bowl Fifty One, the Patriots winning in unfashionable fashion. Nicolette, what yeah. are your thoughts? Go ahead. Um, I I'm I'm speechless. I mean, does anybody really have any words for what happened? Uh, uh, everyone before you has had a lot of words. We had Tej on the line. We had Bones on the line. We had Maggie on the line. Everybody's all fired up on this thing. Well, I actually am very excited to see Tom Brady get his fifth ring. I think that's exciting. As am I. Um, um, I, as a Green Bay fan, I'm really happy to see the Falcons go down since they destroyed my team. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm sad to see football end. Aw, that's so true, though. You said it's it earlier, over. and I wasn't ready to admit it at that point, but now I am. <laughs> and now I'm ready to be sad, just like everybody else. Football is over, ladies and gentlemen. Till 2017, here we come. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, honey. Wait, real quick. I'm on my way home. Real quick. How many people were there? Uh, we had like 60 people, 60 Falcons fans and two Patriots fans. And all the Falcons <laughs> fans left it. All the Falcons fans left their fourth quarter thinking the game was over. And the two Patriots fans were like, it's not over. Tom Brady hasn't finished. And they stayed. <laughs> wow. There it goes. All right, babe. I'll talk to you in a minute. Thank you very much for coming on to the all show. All right. All right. All right, bye. Now, as you heard, I did mention that I talked to Teej. Teej is not part of the house anymore because he's a child, and he doesn't come out to fire around because he is a child. However, I'm going to play his at the end because I figured I don't have an attention span of one hour for you motherfuckers. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to move forward into the night of debauchery that was my drunken stupidity and calling all these crazy people from the Bad Decisions house and I'm going to go right to Miss Carrie, who got herself a Facebook message because I don't have a phone number. She's a wonderful person. I'm sure most of you know her if you are listening to this podcast. And uh, what's very important to know here is she has absolutely no idea why I'm calling whatsoever. Hello? Hey, Carrie, you are on the post-Super Bowl 51 podcast. I've already had TJ on. I've had Nicolette on. I've had Bone Steel and Maggie hey, both on. Everyone's giving their thoughts right now. I just want to. I want to get your thoughts on what your thoughts are on the Patriots winning Super Bowl Fifty One. Bye, Michael Knapp. It's Sarah. 
Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. We miss Fuck you. you, nap. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear us not talking? My balls are on the phone. Well, I was going to call you guys in a minute. <laughs> so, Carrie, Hold Carrie. One for the price of, uh, what? Carrie, your, your particular thoughts. I was going to call Chief Sarah and Catherine after this because Dilo's not answering his phone. So I want to get your thoughts on what happened this evening, <laughs> who you were rooting for. Okay, so what were you saying? So I'm saying, Carrie, what are your thoughts on what happened today? Super Bowl 51. Okay, Patriots are down 28 to 3. You are rooting for who? Uh, I want the Giants. Okay. <laughs> You're not rooting for the Giants in the Super Bowl. They were not a part of it. Who are you rooting for in the game? Falcons. The Falcons. Okay. Okay, you can put music back on. I'll walk out. Okay. I was going to call all of them. I called D'Lo, and then, then he didn't answer, <laughs> so I called you. I was going to call Paul because I heard he was a Patriots fan. I'm trying to go one for one. Uh, <laughs> going one for one? Going mm -hmm. through all of us. I'm trying to go I'm trying to go Falcons, then Patriots and Falcons and Patriots to make it easier for me to edit later on. <laughs> so Carrie, this is supposed to be really quick, really quick. What are your thoughts oh, on hi. what happened this evening with fourth down uh, fourth quarter? Okay, fourth Did anyone else hear Admiral Akbar in the background go, It's a trap? Fourth quarter. Patriots are starting to uh, come back. You rooting for the Falcons, what are your thoughts? Ah, uh, fuck Tom Brady. Okay, there you go. Okay, then Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, and then what? what is your thoughts on that? Uh, Eli Manning has beat him twice in the past. Okay, now you're talking in my the business. Super Bowl. So is it easy for me to... 2008 and 2012. Is it easy for me to say to you that Tom Brady has now five Super Bowl wins, but he has seven Super Bowl appearances. That means he has two losses... Who are those two losses against? Mob men and Mob. Blue, New Giants. York motherfucking Giants. Thank you, Carrie, for being a part of the show. I'm going to try D'Lo one more time. Thank you very much. So we, so we had Bone Steel. We had Maggie. We had my fiance. We had Miss Carrie. But nothing and no one compares to the mouth breather that we had on next. Here's Chief. And his take on Super Bowl 51. What up, homo? Hey, Chief. Thank you very much for joining the show. Say again? Thank you very much for joining the show. You are listening to the post-game Super Bowl 51 Shallow Fans Podcast. Thank you very much for joining the show, my friend. Your thoughts on tonight's game? The Falcons shit the bed. They left fucking twenty points on the fucking board, man. They they, they really they really blew it. Twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three at one point. <laughs> fucking ridiculous on how they even just let fucking Brady come back. And now Brady is now holding the most rings of all time. For any quarterback just, in history. For any quarterback in history. Yes. Because he just, because uh, he was tied with Bradshaw and Montana, now he just hit the fifth ring, which I don't see anyone even catching up to him anytime soon. Oh, no way. Yeah, name one quarterback right now that's alive that has any potential to ever match what Tom Brady did tonight. He can't. He no. can't. So, really, what I want to get to the thought of is when Edelman catches that catch within two minutes, right up to the fourth quarter, you were rooting for the Falcons, weren't you? Oh, dirty birds all the way. I'm a, I'm a New York fan. But why would you want the Patriots to lose? You have the opportunity to lose. You have the opportunity to witness history. The Patriots hold nothing well, to you as a Giants fan. Regardless, if I'm a, uh, see the Pats. If I wanted the Pats to win or lose, I'm still witnessing it. I just don't like the Pats. <laughs> So the asterisk that's next to their name amongst any win that they've ever had ever uh, holds some weight in your life. 
when you look at them as a team? I just say fucking Boston. Okay. Fuck Boston. <laughs> TJ already, I mean, they, TJ already beat you to fuck Boston. Originally, they were the Boston Patriots. <laughs> That's true. They were at one point, way back when. 1960, I believe. Yeah, I thought it was the 50s, but yeah, you're probably right. If you're telling me, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, well, I think they got into the... the uh, the NFC in 1960. So, yeah, probably a little before that, they were originally in Boston. I think that when they got into the NFC in 1960, I believe that's the year, that's when they became the New England Patriots. So, real quick, before I, before I, um, before I end the call, your thoughts when they tie the game fourth, the fourth, um, fourth quarter, Edelman catches that catch. And it sets off a series unlike we've ever seen, other than the New York Giants beating the Patriots. Now we're going into the first ever overtime in a Super Bowl. Your thoughts on that whole thing playing out? Uh, the, the, what came to mind immediately is fuck. <laughs> And that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's millions of people around the world that will agree with you on that, my friend. And with that, uh, is Sarah next to you? I'd like to get her thoughts really quick. If not, then I'll kill it. No, she's not next to me. Oh, and all shit. I got to say, the Patriots are not my Super Bowl winners. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you for calling the show. And there's your chief, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, guys, probably one of the craziest motherfuckers I ever met in my entire life. Uh, love that guy to death. And really glad that he answered the phone and also called me a homo to start the conversation. So what you're about to hear is the sound that I heard not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, not six times, not seven times when I tried to call Michael DiLorenzo. And I'm sure most people that call Michael DiLorenzo can feel the same sentiment that I felt this night because all of us are used to hearing this sound. You have reached the voicemail box of six three. You have reached the voicemail box of six three. You have reached the voicemail box of six, three. I'm going to go as far as to say that that's the theme song of me and Dilo's relationship. Well, at least what it feels like sometimes. Answer the phone, bro. But he does. Just not yet. Next up on the line is my favorite. The man whose penis fires underwater. It never breaks down. That is the cock. AK-47 of Paul Dower here on his thoughts, Super Bowl 51. Hola. Hey, Paul, thank you. Thank you for joining the post-Super Bowl 51 podcast with yours truly. Sweet. Um, want to get your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, I thought it was a great game. Uh, the uh, games always come down to kickers, and um, winners always want the ball. Winners always want the ball. So tell me your thoughts on Edelman, right? Catches that catch in the fourth fourth quarter. We can almost see the writing on the wall there that it was about to be a tied game. You are rooting for who? I was rooting for the Patriots oh, just me, because me I too. wanted to fight me with too. the Falcon fans. Me too. Me too. And I, I heard, I already heard from previous callers that you were trapped in a corner. 
people were just trapping you in a corner. They did not want the Patriots to win that game, but they did. How was it? How was that like? Like being surrounded by people that were all rooting against the team. You were uh, feels pretty normal. Okay. That's beautiful, man. Thank you very much for joining the team. Paul, that Paul was great. Paul was great that night. Chief was great. My fiance was great. Bone Steel was great. Carrie was great. Maggie was inebriated. But it was Michael DiLorenzo that eluded me the entire night. Michael DiLorenzo has a high IQ of football, a high IQ of fencing, and most importantly, has a high IQ in drinking. His opinion is so highly valued on this podcast, shit, I couldn't sell it if I wanted to. Without further ado, here's Michael DiLorenzo on Super Bowl 51. You Bone Steel, Paul, Kerry, TJ, and now we have the D-Lo and his thoughts on Super Bowl 51. Oh, my God. What kind of thoughts do you want? Because uh, I have so many stupid ones. Well, let's just talk about 28 to 3. Okay, 28 to 3. Going, three. To, going right, to the half. So, Started yeah, to get yeah, yeah, so, so let's, so let's, go, let's go with this. Um, you know, obviously... The uh, the Falcons were were just a, a subpar uh, shell of a team. Uh, they they came out they came out like they they owned anything, but they underestimated the power of Belichick and Brady. The probably the the most dynamic duo of a coach and quarterback in the history of football. The ambiguously uh, gay, and duo. I hate. I, I hate to admit that, but also knowing the fact that you know what, as you mentioned on a, on a Facebook, uh, FB, a Facebook rant, that the fact that the Giants are still the only ones that can figure them out. Yes, thank you for and that's, thank and you that's, for acknowledging and that's that. That's the reason. Well, are you kidding me? That's like that's my that's our claim to fame right now. The reason that we destroyed. There any chance of a perfect season first, though, and then secondly, <laughs> to destroy their chance to any sort of a revenge game. So ask them, and because Tom Brady is who he is, and he is one of the greatest, one hundred percent. I I hate him, but you know, uh, give credit where credit is due. He cannot beat the Giants. So ask him. <laughs> Most important thing. I was just, so, I, so I called you. Yeah. I called you, right? I called you when Edelman made mm-hmm, the catch, mm-hmm. and we were talking. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll catch you in the last wait. half of this game. Can we just? Can we quickly just cover on your thoughts on the Patriots' drive to open overtime to win the Super Bowl? Holy shit! Is all I have to say. Yeah. Kind of want to get your yeah. thoughts on that real quick. When I when I saw that catch, I immediately thought that. Well, first of all, I don't know how closely you looked at it, and I have my own thoughts about this. Unbelievable! Uh, well, the ball did here. touch the ground Dude, at one point. That, uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, thank you, Michael. You think you were the only other person that saw that tip touch the, the ground tip when he caught that ball? Touched and everyone here said he got to control. I said, "Bullshit! Bullshit!" If the nose touched the ground, it does not count. It should not have counted. But, you know, well, I'll say goodbye, but I'm still ranting. So I said, <laughs> I, you know, listen, but, but, but immediately after, immediately after, they, they put the Tyree catch. And I said, well, Tyree oh my God, yeah. never touched the ground. It takes no comparison. No, no, no comparison. comparison. No comparison whatsoever. That ball definitely hit the ground a little bit. But 
I don't have the NFL rule book in front of me, but I, I would hope I would hope that for the Patriots sake, if your hand is completely under the ball and a little tiny piece of it touches the ground, that it's, it's considered a catch. I don't know. But I I think I don't that's know what either. I don't know. I, they ruled it a catch. I don't know so they ruled it a I catch. I know, I know, but I, I think I think they were lazy. Oh my god! I think they were lazy. All right, so I know everyone's I clawing at you to so get you back into the party. That's my, yeah. Well, no, everyone, everyone. Some people are trying to leave here. Well, my oh, party's weird. Oh, you guys man. have to take food out of here. I'm just saying. Thank you for cooking. Anyway, so, so that was the deal. I mean, that's like legitimate. Okay, you could call it a you could call it a toss at this point. I don't know the rule book, like you just said. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows what the what the real regulations are for that? But ah, God that's damn a it! Point for me, man. That what an amazing Super point. Bowl, though. What an amazing Super Bowl. Let's just say it. At it the was. End, at the end of the day, we had uh, we had somebody making history. We had um. Yeah. We had a huge comeback. We had the first ever overtime. Man, that was amazing. Yep. Uh, your thoughts really quick before I let you go. Tom Brady. I thought most yeah, winning, most winning Super Bowl quarterback of all time. Are you angry? Mm-hmm. Or are you happy? Um you know what? I, I, I you know <laughs> just immediately when they won, I said, Yeah, how how many Super Bowls? How cool is that? They're all with him. They're all with him. And I, I, I again, am I, am I a fan of somebody? Uh, as a, as, as whatever. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a legend. He'll always go down. And honestly, I don't know. If, I don't know if we will see for a very long time a quarterback that wins as many as him. I don't know if we will. I don't know if we will. Um, but like I said, him and Belichick have created this dynasty of magic together and as much as I'm not a New England fan you know you gotta give credit where credit is due and I'm like no I'm not but I'm I'm really glad to see I'm glad to see that we might be might be one of the generations that get to see that kind of a yes that kind of a quarterback dude you're the only person on the show tonight you're the only person on the show tonight to acknowledge that thank you very much dude tell Catherine to answer the phone all day tell Catherine to answer her phone i'm calling her i don't know if Catherine can be straight though oh great Uh, one of those james and nights (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's be a tough one. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I love you. I'll let you go. I know uh, you have a lot of people over there. I just wanted to get you on really quick. We'll record it. I'm going to post it to the uh, Bad Decisions wall so everyone can listen mm-hmm. to everyone else's takes on the night. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so it. much. Thank you, man. Love you, brother. Have a good night, brother. I love you. All right, bye. Now, at this point, I was so elated to finally get Michael on the phone, I was besides myself. But what's really important to know is that as we all think of D'Lo as the leader of bad decisions, he's not the true leader. If we are going to liken this to Game of Thrones, let's say, the woman, Cersei, that is quietly sitting on the, the throne of swords, should I say, is none other than Catherine DiLorenzo. Catherine DiLorenzo, the angelic, the magnificent, was also being elusive on this night, as I was trying to get a hold of pretty much all of you, and only some of you were answering at one time, some of you were answering at another time, but then my phone lit up like a rainbow, full of color and beautiful glitter. Catherine DiLorenzo got on the phone with me, how could I be so lucky? Well, we're about to hear Catherine DiLorenzo's take on Super Bowl 51 right now. Hello. Oh, there it is. Perfect. Got you all signed in. So, Catherine, thank you so much for joining the Super Bowl 51 Bad Decisions podcast. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable honor of mine to have you on the show. Try to call you twice. Twice. Two times. To get your know, thoughts like, on this I'm, I'm, amazing I'm actually, event. I'm, act, I'm actually pretty busy. I'm, I'm actually hosting a Super Bowl party. 
And I've got a lot of friends here that are um, about to leave, so I guess I'll just give them a nod, and uh, and that'll be it. Well, the most important thing know. is to give your take. <laughs> you know, this doesn't have to be a long ordeal. All I want is 60 seconds of your time. I want to get your thoughts on tonight's game. Oh, my thoughts on tonight's game, sure. Um, well, uh, I was taking shots for every Falcons touchdown, which I was really happy about. Um, up until you know, they didn't. They they stopped making touchdowns, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the Patriots all of a sudden come out of nowhere and uh, and just totally ruin our day. Who were you rooting for? I was rooting for the Falcons because the Patriots. I mean, I can't even with them, honestly. And. They win all the time. I, 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 if I see Giselle happy one more time, <laughs> I will fucking blow my brains out. You know, like I, I can't see her <laughs> like saluting. It's, it's too much. Like so, you're talking like, about you're talking about perfect and, perfect people that have had perfect lives where everything perfectly exactly. works and out like, for and them. Like, and then and then something. Yeah, of course. And then like, oh. We, you know, my husband won the Super Bowl again, and it's like, come on, like, get with it, you know? Like, you know what? The one thing he, I didn't ask wins, anybody tonight. He wins all the time. You know what? You know yeah, what? But, no one talked about the entire night. Uh, I've asked a lot of our friends. I would say at this point, it's been about eight or nine of our close friends to form the Bad Decisions Post Super Bowl podcast. Uh, no one's talked about mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. No one. Has talked about oh Lady my Gaga. Gosh. I was waiting. I, I I loved it. I loved it so much. And I was and I was also waiting for her. I was waiting for her the whole like before the very beginning of it. I was waiting for her to do a political statement. And she came out with like um, what was it? God bless America or America's Beautiful or some sort of like patriotic song. She started. God bless America. Yeah. It, and I, and I wanted her to bust into like a rap or something that it was, that was like anti like Amer- like I wanted her to do something crazy. You wanted to and go. She didn't do it, and I and I. And you I wanted her to go I, super I, I liberal. I totally did, and I and I thought that the beginning of that was going to morph into something like that, but I guess she, um, you know, I mean, listen. I understand why she obviously wouldn't, because I guess it's not the platform. But um, I guess I was a little disappointed. I don't know. Well, you know I what? thought that she do would you... do. I, I I thought that she would like she she does something like crazy, and then and like she didn't do anything crazy, and so I I was a little disappointed. I, I want to remind you of last year, but I know you're as a Carolina Panthers fan, you are trying to forget it. I, I had a I had a much better Super Bowl experience this year. Like I'm I'm so happy right now because I didn't give a shit about any of the teams. Right. You know. But and but like, do you remember like Beyonce last year? You remember Beyonce yeah. last year with Coldplay doing that political Black oh, Panther yeah. statement. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm sure I'm. A, oh yeah. I'm gonna assure you as a friend, I'm pretty confident in the fact that somebody in Lady Gaga's camp was like. Stay away from politics this year because it it ruined Beyonce I mean, for a little while. That's true. I can understand that. I it, I don't think that it ruined. I, I don't think anything that can can really like like ruin Beyonce. But um, but uh, yeah, it, she she probably like learned learned from from that. Well, speaking possible of, mistake. Speaking of Beyonce, uh, pregnant pregnancy photo. Of- <laughs> Your Pregnancy thoughts? with twins. Your thoughts? Can we can we um can we talk about that for a second before you go? Oh yeah. And, so and now and now, uh, and now Kimye is like, she's like, oh, we gotta have triplets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now we have to have octuplets. <laughs> she's like, she's like, all right, Kanye, get ready. <laughs> Wait, is that Sarah in eat the background? Your, eat your, no, that was um, that was Angela leaving, but she left. Oh, bye, Angela. Um, who gives it? Come on. 
Yeah, but I, I feel like I, I feel like it's funny because I, I feel like now like definitely the, the Kimye is gonna be a little up in arms about like they're gonna eat their Brazil nuts and like just be like The Kimye. I love it. I the Kimye. Oh, Catherine, so I started a new a new show. It has a website. It has everything. Um, it's going to be a, like a blog built in. I have like 12 people that are a part of it. It's called Shallow Fans. Shallow oh, cool. Fans. Would you like to be a part? Like, yeah, sure. Is oh, it like to, Shallow House? Yeah, like you get your own login. You'll blog onto the site. And, uh, and it's... Listen, Bad Decisions has so much amazing talent and intelligence behind it that I feel like um, I was going to make baddecisions.com, but then I didn't want to disrespect our house. So I figured shallow fans can act as um, a subsidiary of Bad Decisions because that's Dilo's thing, you know? Bad Decisions is a, an amazing oh, house full true. of amazingly talented, very intelligent people. But uh, I kind of like what I did tonight. It, it worked out very successfully. We had almost like nine people come on to talk about Super Bowl. So whenever we have like a major event or something like that, we should have everybody kind of form a little podcast and we'll make that part of the blog. Uh, your thoughts on on potentially turning our group of friends into something marketable? I, I love that idea. It's true. I mean, like, honestly, like, the people that we have are, you know, it's 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 something that you you can't really um, you can't even like try to create or market or write about. Like it's just it's it's a very sort of organic kind of, of thing. Just like it's a great group. Just of like when uh, just like when Ben runs around with the cowbell and he goes <laughs> shame shame, you know, like it, it like it's just funny. <laughs> it's like, you can't uh, you you can't even like yeah well i was oh, gonna hi, paul i was gonna let you go but Thank i you. wanted to talk to you about something really quick now that i have you yeah sure there was a so bravo do you, you know bravo network Mm-hmm. okay so bravo had a new show um that came out uh, a couple of weeks back and their show is literally based on a summer house in Montauk. And when when mm-hmm. watching this show, it is literally 3% of the amount of fun that we used to have. And it, oh, well, 3%? That's 3%. No, it was literally the drama. So they're not allowed to film anything in Montauk, period, like in the actual bars or anything like that. So the whole show mm-hmm. is taking place in their house. To me, I have a I have a hard time watching it because of our experience together in a summer house. Because you're well, yeah. Because you're like, why am I watching something that is subpar to my life? Right. Like, like I, like my life when I had a summer house was way more interesting than this bullshit that I'm watching on TV. And and like, why would I? Why would I spend time of my life? Watching, you know, watching something that's stupid. I'm so glad you said it because the way you just said it just now is exactly how I've been feeling, but I haven't been able to come up with the words for it. It's just like, why, why would I want something subpar to the amazing group people that I had that with? And and because also because it was like, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, but I, I just know. That when we were there, um, when we were there for the weekend, I know that going to work Monday sucked. I know that going to work Tuesday sucked, Wednesday sucked. But like, but like, looking forward to the weekends was something like a whole different ball game than than any other time because the weekends in, in Fire Island were just like spectacular. Mm-hmm. You know, like. It was just so good that um, it didn't, like, like the work week didn't really matter as much, you know? Mon- Monday was, um, was awful. Tuesday was a recovery Monday of Monday. Sucked, of and course. then Wednesday yeah. was a, and, and, like, starting Wednesday, to get pumped normal. up. Right. And then no, Thursday, Wednesday, you were normal. so Tuesday, ready to go. Thursday, you're like, 
you're pumped up. Friday, you're like, get out of here, you know? I mean. Friday was the best day ever, I'll tell you. Like, Fridays, since I, since I haven't had a full share or a half share at the house since I moved upstate, Friday has not been the same because Friday used to be I know. an internal celebration of amazing. Fucking day ever. It was the best day. And and like you get on the ferry and like and like sometimes if you catch a late ferry or like at eight o'clock or whatever, the sun is the sun is setting and you're just like, Fuck, this is great and amazing and you know. And, and and then you get to the house and everyone's getting there and you're just like but, but, but with like, that with that comes the ferry home on Sundays. Which right, of course. Which you just so solemn during the summer. During the summer. <laughs> during the summer. Okay. So now I, I feel like I have you. Has everyone left the house? Chris uh, obviously still here. Okay, hold on a second. I want to talk to you about something really quick and I'm going to cut this out of the Super Bowl 51 podcast but I'm going to start another one with it and it's something that only me, you, D'Lo, Bone Steel, Maggie, Nicolette and pretty much everybody on the planet wants to talk about when you're coming home on the ferry on Sundays the only thing you get to look forward to is Game of Thrones Game yes. of Thrones coming back your expectations yeah. for this season I'll let you go I just just want to get your quick thoughts on season seven, Game of so, Thrones coming up. We so want to. Can we start our own podcast season, for Game of Thrones? I would love that. That'd okay, great. cool. I, I we'll do that. Get, your thoughts then. That, but so my thoughts on season seven um, are as follows: It is going to be obviously the quest for the Iron Throne in King's Landing. And we have Cersei holding court. We have uh, Jon Snow going there. We have Daenerys finally going there. Um, and and also in Daenerys' court is, you know, Tyrion and, like, Littlefinger and everyone. Like, she has the power fucking, like, players on her side. Can I ask you and a then, question? And then, yeah. Do you see... Um, Daenerys and Jon Snow hooking up. Jon Snow is technically her um, nephew. Oh, so they're not going to have sexy time. They they probably will because they're Targaryens, and that's what Targaryens do. Yes, I see. But um, I didn't know that. Wait, I mean, I yeah, they are like uh, Rhaegar Targaryen. Is Daenerys's um, brother, and is also Jon Snow's father, as well as uh, Annabelle. Oh, like Annabelle, like she's um, playing with something on the floor. I don't know if it's foreign. Is that a foreign object? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it definitely is. Can, can I have that? You want to say hi to Aunt Catherine? Come here. Annabelle. Say, say, Auntie. Say, Auntie. Auntie. <laughs> she's, she's so fucking cute, man. I can't take it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining the Super Bowl 51 podcast, Catherine. Um, you inspire me to create yeah. this show. So what I'm going to do is from 10 to 11, after every episode of the upcoming season, we'll form our own bad decisions, Game of Thrones podcast. Perfect. So I'm, I'm down. Everyone's thoughts totally and everything. Down. And then I'll post it into the, um, into the Facebook group. Obviously it'll remain private. It's not for the internet. It's for us. But, um, I think that's yeah. where my life is going. That'd be awesome. I don't I don't Perfect. don't really care about fame. I don't want to have a podcast that makes millions of dollars and not to mention it's really hard to do that. But what's more important to me is to <laughs> put together something that we can all listen to on our way to work on Mondays that makes everyone laugh and have fun. That would be fun. That's That'll more important fun. to me. So I love you. Thank you very much for doing this. Take care. Yes, Bye-bye. you're welcome.
All right, guys, that's going to be all for the Super Bowl 51 Bad Decisions podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, was dead serious about the Game of Thrones podcast. I would love to do that with you guys. Actually, any idea that you guys have, uh, if you guys want to have a crazy night during Saturdays, I'll call you guys' phones and I'll record everybody and we can have some fun with this thing. Once again, I'm Michael Knapp. For those of you that are listening that don't know me, I love you guys. I really do miss you to the deepest bowels of my heart. Have a good morning, motherfuckers! <laughs>